This episode of Head Truck Hockey is brought to you by Logout. James Ream and the boys are fantastic. Logout offers free estimates, tree trimming, tree removal, and stump removal. Don't worry, they are insured. We've used them ourselves and can tell you that they show up on time, they're reasonably priced, have exceptional customer service skills, and will get the job done. Call James and the boys at Logout now for your free estimate at 519-791-7566. And what is going on, everybody? It is episode number 66 of Hat Trick Hockey, which is always brought to you by our good friends over at GL Heritage, the official beer of Hat Trick Hockey. And if you want to get some sweet HGH merch, you can just go on, just log on to our page there, smash the link there, and it will bring you right into our store, which is actually done by our good friends over at Laser Art. They will also, like I said, they will ship everything directly to your house if you want to do that as well. So check that out. Also, this being number 66, it's the Josh Ho Sang hat. Just kidding. It's the Mario Lemieux edition of Hat Trick Hockey. Mario was the first overall pick in 1984. He played 17 years, 915 games, 690 goals, 1,033 assists, 1,723 points. He had a 1.88 points per game over his career, which is insane. He's a nine-time All-Star, seven-time Booster Club Award winner, which is for the most three-star selections, six-time Art Ross winner for the leading scorer, four-time Lester B., Frickin' Pearson Award, which is the uh, NHL Most Outstanding Player, which is voted on by the players. Four-time first and second team All-Star. Three-time Hart-like trophy winner for the league MVP. Two-time Con Smythe winner. One-time Bill Masterson, which is for sportsmanship, voted on by the NHL. He won the... Uh, Calder as a rookie in 85. He's a Olympic World Cup, Canada Cup gold medalist. He's a World Cup silver medalist. He's a Quebec major junior champion. And last but not least, he is a two-time Stanley Cup champion. I took a lot. <laughs> I'll bring in my boy. I'll bring in Rob. Rob, what's going on, man? How's it going? Wow, that guy's got some records, eh? Holy fuck, dude. I was worried about doing his intro because I'm like, this is the by far the biggest intro I've ever fucking done. I had to like keep scrolling up the page for all his awards. It is ridiculous how many freaking awards that guy has won. Absolute beauty. Um, so what's up, bro? How's everything? Not bad. Uh yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I yeah. hope you all uh, had your fill and your share and your food uh, comas. Hope everybody stayed safe and lots of naps. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah, I was yeah. crushing, crushing food. Crushing. That's good. It was, yeah, we just, I had to, I had to play, I had to play hockey Sunday. I had to play baseball today. We finish up baseball today. Um, hockey boys, boys win again. So boys are rolling four Oh and one. So, we're doing good there. Um, other than that, man, it's just your normal Thanksgiving food, hanging out. It's pretty much Family. it. Man. Yeah, the usual same shit. So action-packed freaking, uh, well, our like interview here today, you guys are going to love, but we'll get to that later. But fuck it, Rob. Let's, let's jump right into it, shall we? Okay. 
Yep. The big story, Carey Price. Okay, so Carey Price entered the league assistance program. No, he's not on drugs. No, he's not this. Just Carey isn't really feeling good, so he's going to go away. He's going to get some help. I think essentially he's going to be doing uh, like the same type thing that uh, what's-his-name did there for the Habs, Jonathan Drouin. Was mm-hmm. that him? That was him, right? I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. So he's essentially doing the same thing. So he's feeling a little sick and stuff like that. I'm thinking he's probably worn down, stressed, everything, a lot going on for him. So, well, you got all them Hob fans shitting on him all the time, right? Like, he's their main, it seems to be he's their main focus of uh, mm -hmm. dumping on, like, Mm -hmm. get rid of him, keep him, get rid of him, keep him. Fuck, make up your mind. Yeah. So hopefully he gets better soon, man, because Hobbs are going to, they're fucked. They're fucked now. Yeah. Well, fucked. let's see how they would have made out with Kerry when they were going to release him. Yeah. The crack. Yeah. They're just going to let him go. I still can't see believe what, the crack. What you do now. I still can't believe they didn't fucking take him. That is unreal, dude. I, I even though it costs a lot, but, but still though, man. Yeah. Yeah. Still. I, I, I still don't get it. It fucking boggles my mind, dude, but. So wow. hopefully he's guy, guys getting tugged around all over yeah. the place. We want you. We don't want you keep him. get rid of him. Mm-hmm. You know, like every, they love him when he's winning. They fucking only blame him when they're losing It's not nobody else's fault, but mm-hmm. whatever. Well, so hopefully he's back soon. Cause if not, like I said, the Habs are going to be in deep shit if he's not back. So, uh, Carrie, best of luck, buddy. Come back healthy, strong and be, that Gary price <laughs> that steals fucking series. So another thing that kind of sucked that happened. Uh, so Zach uh, Cassian got into a fight the other night with a guy. I think it was McGowan. I think I want to say his name was, it was something along those lines. So they fought right off the face off and that wasn't like opening draw or anything, but they fought off the face off. So as usual in fucking hockey fights, the guy's helmet flies off. And so Zach's like helmet flies off. Well, it turned out he, I don't know if he was got knocked out or whatever, either way, they were all fucking mixed up, obviously. And when they went down, Zach hit his head on the ice. So it was a pretty scary scene for a little bit. He was seemed to be out cold for a minute. He was bleeding from his head. They said he had a nice fucking lump after the game and stuff. He's doing okay. Uh, he's in the concussion protocol right Right. now obviously right he fucking fell on his head so he's going to be doing that but they said he is okay expected to make a full recovery so he's going to be good so good news for zach cassie and the oilers because the oilers need him i think he's one of the he might not score a lot of goals in this and that but he's one of the reasons why fucking connor and uncle leo and them get so much ice is because of guys like that so Hopefully we yep. see him back in the lineup soon. Did you see the fight, Rob, or see any of the like, highlights? I no, nope. I didn't it was, see any of it. It was like one of those things where, well, like, when he went down, the guy that he's like fighting's like waving at the bench, like, like, come yeah. here, come here, come here, come here. It was like yeah. one of those instances. So it was, it was scary to watch. It was tough to watch because he but, heard uh, him hit his head. Yeah, because he landed right on his fucking head, dude. That's scary yeah. shit, man. Of anything, sure. you know what I mean? Don't land on your head. <laughs> But uh, yeah. so, Zach, hope hope to see you back soon, buddy. Absolute beauty. So, 
your boy, Austin Matthews, they, they were thinking that he was going to be ready for opening night. He's not going to be ready for opening night. But they say he should be ready probably in about a week. So because yeah, they thought he was going to come right at the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, they thought he was going to be able to be in the like season opener. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be in the season opener. They open like Wednesday, don't they? Yeah. So, Montreal. Yeah, they open Wednesday against the Habs. Fucking figures. I'm on afternoons. Can't watch any hockey. Well, then Thursday so. against uh, Drew's Ottawa Senators. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Battle of Ontario. I love Battle of Ontario. They're awesome. They're not quite like they were, like, back in the day when nope. guys were, like, fucking hopping in the bench trying to fight people. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's still, like, it's the Battle of Ontario, man. I love seeing it. I love seeing that shit. Well, like... uh like a um mark rideout said you know we got to let that go right can't mm-hmm. keep holding on to that those fighting pass and those brawls and you know all that stuff you gotta either love the game and accept the game for what it is now or or move on i agree man i agree 100 percent. you had something on uh evander kane yeah, he's not going to be – he's not on their opening uh, day roster. Uh, it's all pending on what happens with that investigation. Mm-hmm. Well, as, so, of right, as of right now, he's going to be squeaky squeaky clean. Yeah, well, with all that shit with his ex-girlfriend or whatever, and she, she started bringing up a bunch of shit that didn't even happen. Like, come mm-hmm. on. Yeah, it's – yeah, it's like, you know what I mean? She just made it a fucking mess. Yep. Just yeah. fucking move. The guy's on. got enough problems to fucking. Yeah, deal no with shit. It, you know. No. Well, that kind of highlighted everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he seemed to keep some shit under wraps. But you know what I mean? Obviously, when she gets mad, she's gonna blow the whistle, right? So. Uh, woman torn. You know. What so I'm saying? woman torn. Well, hopefully he figures his shit out though, because he's one of those guys that he can have an effect on a hockey game. Like he could be. You 100%. know what I mean? He plays he all aspects. Me a lot of, uh, reminds me a lot of Zach Cassian. You know, like. Just, just troubled, troubled guy, you know, mm-hmm. like, but, but, uh, you know, you know, the talents there, you know, the skills there, you know, you know, and, and Cassian got it turned around. Like, yeah, like, I was just going to say, you know, Zach like, has his shit together now. Right. And, and somebody obviously took him under his wing and said, Hey, like, let's, uh, let, you, you have too much talent to be wasting it, uh, you know, partying and doing all kinds of, you know, shit. So, mm-hmm. and yeah, obviously he, uh, he saw the light and, uh, you know, I agree. Um, so that's kind of kind of slow. It's right before the season. It's like the eye, the calm right before the storm is kind of what it is right now. Right. So on that note, we should we just flip it over to our, our interview? Absolutely. Guys, amazing interview. She was uh she was super fun. She even uh she was very knowledgeable, knew a lot that was going on. We got Kirsten Welsh is on with us. First female OHL referee. So she's an absolute beauty. You guys are going to love the interview here. So Rob, let's send it to her. Everybody enjoy Kirsten Welsh. Oh, and she's a savage. <laughs> Roll it. Don't tie. Woo! 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 Well, ladies and gentlemen, this next cat we have on here with us, she played for the Whitby Wolves for three seasons, then went on to play college hockey at Robert Morris University, where in her senior year, she was named captain of her team. 
You can now find her on the lines in the OHL. Kirsten Welsh, how are you doing? How's it going, fellas? Thanks for having me. Oh, wow. First of all, you're blazing a trail right now. You're, you're, <laughs> you're everywhere right now. You're everywhere. How's it feel? Uh, it's, a, it's a lot to digest, honestly. It's, um, I'm just taking it day by day and just trying to like... <laughs> Yeah, like just trying to digest everything that's happening. It's honestly my last like three months here have been insane. So uh, it's a pretty cool journey to be a part of. I'm just uh, really just trying to digest it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So where did you grow up on? Like you obviously played like hockey first. So what like made you fall in love with the game and where were you when you started to play? For sure, for sure. Um, so I mean, Canadians, we fucking, we learned to, skate before we learn how to walk <laughs> yeah. um <laughs> yeah my dad is just a big hockey player as a kid and um just got me into it like age I think I was like three or four or something mm-hmm. um you guys know Timbits hockey right yeah yep um did a couple years there obviously got my feet under me and uh yeah I just kind of like took off from there I played like whippy around like the germ region area um then I like switched to boys hockey. I did like AAA a couple years in Clarington, um, some Oshawa. And then I'm, I'm like my hometown. I'm from Blackstock, but like Port Perry as well. It's mm-hmm. uh, just like kind of introdu- introduction to the boys. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, after, after that, I just think I just like to include that part because like that was a big part of my development, like playing with the boys. Mm-hmm. And I think it also, you know, was a factor of why, you know, I'm here today just because it's a big, it's a big development league, right? Like the, like little boys are just like very fast and like very good with the puck and stuff. So being able to play with them and develop my skills as a kid, like in that environment was really cool. Mm-hmm. And then going back to girls hockey, you know, got a uh, played whippy and then won like three back-to-back PWHL championships, which was sweet. I, we had a, we had a sick team. Like I think everyone on my, uh, graduating class that got d1 scholarships no oh, um Jesus. clarkson i think there's like four of them went to clarkson um Connecticut, like yukon like i don't know it was just like a really sick program and a really good team to be part of like the player like the girls were it was just awesome so mm. even now like we still keep in touch um there's just like they're just like your hometown friends right yeah. um but yeah and then i went to robert morris for four years and had a really sick experience there sorry you're gonna see my cat she's gonna like warned you about that but um yeah no went down to bobby mo i got it recruited i had like a couple of places that i was like considering top three um but robert morris was like the closest it kind of like fit my where i was from i'm so, like i'm from like a small town obviously i don't know if you know Blackstock, but i live on like a dirt road essentially yeah so um, being able to go down there and play there and like be around Pittsburgh, like Pittsburgh is a great city. Um, I met some of like lifelong friends there, you know, made sick memories. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's got me where I am today because I mean, after I graduated, that's kind of when I was contacted by uh, Mr. Wacom himself. Um, he's like the, he's like the president of like the officials, you know, mm-hmm. union essentially for the NHL. Um yeah, he gave me a call and then I uh, was like, hey, yo, you want to try rapping? Like, it's, I promise you it'll be worth it. And I was like, you know what? Uh, I don't see why not. Like, it was just sick because, like, Steven's from here and, like, I actually, 
I was coaching um, in the same program as some of his daughters. So wow. I like we had like been talking and like he originally contacted my assistant coach, but it's cool to just kind of like be like in the same, you know, town as him and have him on like, just, I don't know, just to like see him at the rink and stuff. Like he's so such a down to earth guy. And like, he's just like, uh, like another hockey dad, but also, you know, casually like the president of all officials in the NHL. <laughs> like, he just doesn't, he doesn't act like that is what I'm saying. So um, he's a beauty. If you ever meet him, damn, he's a, he's a really good guy. So um, yeah, he's kind of like spearheading this whole women's movement here um mm. for like officials like he's been trying to like recruit girls for like I, I think a couple of years now so it's nice that um yeah we're just like he's like actually putting it to the test and giving us opportunities which is amazing so we just got to like see how it goes i love you it know? rob go ahead buddy so so now when you were younger and you're playing with the boys what what did you find hardest about playing with the with the boys the boys were just like the speed of the game and like their mindset like their hockey sense was a lot different than girls at that age like girls girls have like size and like they listen really well and they also have speed as well but it's like the mental game with boys it's just they're just like always like a step ahead and like this the quickness of the puck and um it just and like the hitting as well like it taught you to play the game with your head up um and like that's a big part of like you know succeeding at hockey is being able to like play with your head up like it's just in girls you just don't have to you know because there's no hitting so yeah um that was a big part of it but yeah it was definitely um it was cool it's also it's also challenging being the only girl I mean don't get me wrong like I'm not gonna sit here and tell you like <laughs> trying to get along with 20 other little 12 year old boys is easy <laughs> but like they definitely like you know by the end of the season the first season they accept me as one of their own just kind of like how I'm translating this into like even skating in the OHL for the first time, like it's kind of still that mentality of like being unsure of like how to act, but like the fact that they're being more accepting, like as time goes on is, is huge. Like that's all I could really ask for, you know? So. Awesome. Also too, I also noticed uh, your one year, you had 72 penalty minutes. <laughs> what were the hell were you doing? <laughs> yeah um that's more yeah. than uh what's her name there fast so i think she had more than her yeah i yeah uh, i don't know i mean i'm like five eleven and a half um i don't know if you'll see obviously if you ever meet me but i'm mm -hmm. like i'm just very big like i'm a big person so um i think that translated just like when i would like go 100 percent. like when i go 100 percent against somebody who's like five you know eight yeah like, elbows and well, stuff one of us is just gonna fall yeah you know, it's just like the the odds are in my favor so like it's not like I was like a goon and like tried to like like I mean I was kind of dirty somewhere <laughs> but, like, just like I just knew how to like play the body really well obviously with the boys as well that also would factor into it um but yeah I mean I, I just like had to like uh like smarten up real quick like my coach like just wanted none of that and like it's true like in girls hockey like there isn't hitting I don't think there ever will be unfortunately i think mm -hmm. there should be but i mean obviously i'm kind of biased like yes like i said if you ask somebody who's five four or five five like one of my teammates um on our mu like they probably wouldn't have a good time with it you know and that's fine but like that's just the difference between like the two you know two men's and women's so mm -hmm. did, did you always play d even when you played uh boys hockey did you always play d 
No, no, I actually started off as a centerman. Um, I think my first, yeah, I was like centerman in girls and then into the boys too. But as actually the boys got me on defense. They're like, we think, you know, you'd be better like on the point. And then, yeah, it turns out I love that position way more than center. Um, I was just like, I just love like defending my, my team, like my players and like, especially the goalies, like no matter what team I've been on, I've always been super good friends with the goalies. Cause, like, <laughs> just like my pals like they're I mean I don't know I just like feel the need to like I don't know just always just don't let anyone touch them you know and if they do that's like a personal offense I feel but mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the shit that causes brawls <laughs> <laughs> yeah no there's a there's one time Penn State I don't know if you guys were heard of this but I like I think I'd like punched two players in the face at the same time or something. I think this was my freshman year. I was like, just giving it up, but <laughs> yeah, it was just like a dirty game. Like Penn State's like, they're just like, I mean, if like, if you ask any other like NCAA team on the women's side or D1, like everyone knows Penn State is just like, they're fucking dirty. Like <laughs> no one really liked them. So like, I don't know, one game, like it was just getting choppy. And like, I had friends on the team too at the time. Like, that's funny. Like we like grew up in Ontario playing together. But, like as soon as you hit the ice, it's like, doesn't matter um so yeah I was just like they were like diving too like that just grinds my gears like it's it's like if you want to fucking dive go play like go go swim (laughs) 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 anyways anyways anyways, but yeah one of those one of those games are like I just got yeah I got thrown out of that game but I mean like just I mean like like I said it was freshman year like I asked my coach like oh I don't know but it is I learned quick I guess and tried to clean it up for the rest of my time there so are you still like on the ice or are you only refing now um no like I, like beer league no yeah I just wish. whatever my, my schedule is like actually insane like beer league is like what like 11 p.m usually to like 12 you know like I don't know. I, I work like a full-time job and when I'm not working, I'm refing. So there's just like straight up, like there's just no time for it. Like I'd love to eventually maybe, but like, I like literally like even this weekend, like I went to like Friday was Penn state, Saturday was Penn state, which is like two, three hours for me. And then I had to come back Sunday and do like four games back to back, like, which isn't crazy, but it's like, you just like, I don't know. It's just like a schedule is like, if you have games, you have to accept them. Like, I just yeah. always want to be trying to like learn like this is kind of like my career path so like hockey like playing hockey is just not really like useless like useful for like mm-hmm. I mean it's fun don't get me wrong and I want to when I'm older but at this point in my life I just have to like get as much experience as I possibly can mm-hmm. so. what, what made you make the jump from Canadian girls hockey to women's girls hockey um yeah so like are you saying like why did I go to the states for yeah right um well do like the NCAA D1 is like probably the best college women's like league I'd say I think it's personally I think it's better than CIS Mm -hmm. and I think it's strictly to do with the fact that it's a lot like it's a a lot more simpler process to get a full ride scholarship than it is in Canada Right. Um, I mean, you, you definitely can, like, I was considering actually going to Queens and like even McGill at one point, but, um, I don't know. I just like, it's just took like, it was just like a lot of like different things. You had to get like government loans and like all this, all this paperwork and like, 
I just wanted to be like the like one of like you know the top leagues and like go D1 and like have that experience like away from home in a sense Mm -hmm. um and you know what I'm I'm so glad I did like it was it was really it was a really good experience and like taking nothing away from like CIS schools like they're amazing too and like they're developing like Ryerson like I had a lot of girls like transfer up and down you know throughout my years like we had one girl go actually transfer to Ryerson for my RMU team um just because she wanted to be like closer to home and like you know with her friends and stuff so um so yeah I mean it is really I guess it's just a like preference but for me I just I wanted that experience what the hell it's, made it's you too want bad to... they can't sorry go ahead no 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 man go ahead <laughs> no it's it's too bad that they can't you know work something out that we because we lose so many good Canadian hockey players to the uh states right yeah. so oh yeah you know, like yeah, to like their colleges you... and their programs because they're so freaking more developed than what we have here like I don't understand well, why we as also, Canadians can't do better it's also like the like this is the thing that I try and tell people too it's like America is like literally has so much money it's crazy like like just as a country because like when you try and compare like Canada to America like Canada has the population of California alone mm-hmm. okay so like when you look at that aspect like it's just like the land of like surplus we have so much of like everything down here like money like people like sports fans like revenue it's just like the different economy and like I honestly think that's a driving reason is into why you know universities like in Canada just aren't like don't have the funds you know Mm -hmm. to like be able to be like oh yeah you get a scholarship and you get a scholarship and you get a scholarship like it's just built differently and like I think they're trying to get there and I hope some point they will but I mean I don't know. I just, I just think it's also like you have so much to choose from in terms of like players down here in the States. Like you have so many more players too. Mm-hmm. It's not just like Canadian players. It's like you got a American and Canadian, like look at Wisconsin's roster. Like it's like American kids and Canadian kids. And you look at like, you know, Boston college, they're like only American or Boston university. And then just like the top teams, like they're like pretty, you know, it's like a lot of Canadians, but also a lot of Americans. Cause like you have that much more population to draw from. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. What the yeah, hell made you what the, like, what the hell made you want to be a ref? Like no matter what call you make, someone's <laughs> fucking mad at you. Like, you know what I mean? That's why I could never be a ref. Cause one, dude, everybody would be thrown out because dude, as soon dude, as you question a call, be by like, literally I, like, <laughs> so I don't know. I feel like the hockey culture slash community is like, you just have to be able to chirp you know what I'm saying like in order to like be okay with like the heat of the game and like not take shit too personally like you just I don't know like I've developed it like I mean just girls who have been in hockey with like my whole life like they just it's just like a chirping mentality and like you just have to take it and like I mean obviously roughing takes it to another level because like when you're a player you know you try and blame the refs for if something goes wrong like oh like you know I shot it at the boards when I have the rest of the fucking ice to to shoot it at but I'm going to shoot it where you're standing and blame you for it Mm -hmm. like you players just try and blame shit like think of like after they take a shot they look at their stick like you're the like you just can't take you know accountability so you blame the refs and like people get super like intimidated by that I as a player I mean shit like they knew me by like a first name basis by my end of my four years because like I would just like try and talk to them about every single call because you want to, you know, like justify it. And it's like, because you're passionate about the game, like you want to like understand, you know, why something was away. And like, it's like, you know, gaining, gaining rule knowledge. And like, I don't know. I just think it's a, 
it's an intimidating factor don't get me wrong like just I think that's why like a lot of like people in general like try refing and like it doesn't stick because like you have to have like a certain like like tough skin you know to be able to do it because like even like last night like I kicked a parent out because like I didn't kick him out but I was like you know like yelling at him to like stop talking because like it's 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 bad like especially in like like not professional hockey but like younger youth hockey like you run into some teams like u12s and the parents think it's like even like even like varsity high school hockey is like brutal like these people think it's like the stanley cup finals and i'm like dude what is happening right now like it's 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 just insane you just have to be able to like stand up and like you know tell people what's up like if something's happening that like is like in, like directly affecting the game then you just gotta like call that person out and be like enough like this is enough or you're gone and yeah. it's kind of nice to have that authority as a ref like but it's also like you have to have like a like a like a limit like you can't just be folding like that like crazy you know like you gotta like there's got to be like a form of communication like you can't just like ignore it the whole time be like okay you're gone like no yeah. you have to talk to people and be a human and you know be like all right what's your issue like i'll talk to you if you want me to explain it to you but i'm not going to talk to you if you're screaming at me like yeah. i don't know it's just like you just you're, have to handle like high pressure situations you know you're nicer <laughs> than i am because i'd be like shut the fuck up <laughs> like <laughs> like you know what i mean i'd be like this is a 12 u game shut up like that would dude, be me <laughs> like 100 percent like, Oh yeah. I like, I have to bite my tongue sometimes about like 12 year old or like you 14s or you 16 or something. There'll be like little shits out on the ice, like talking back or like doing things. I'll be like, stop, stop. Like before I call a penalty, like do you do that one more time? And when I call a penalty and they do it and like chirp the kid and like, you know, like cross I go. I'm like, you little, like (laughs) I I gotta like really bite my tongue to like not swear at these kids. Cause like sometimes it's hard, but (laughs) moms and dads. Sorry, Are you Rob, real, in a, sorry, go ahead. Real quick, just before we move on from that, from moms and dads and shit at the game, moms and dads nowadays are the reasons why we don't have a lot of refs, why we're scratching for fucking refs because no yeah. one wants to do it because everybody's sick of being fucking abused. Yeah. And like, and like every year, like you have to sit, like the rules are changing to make it like, like less and less, um, like like cushion like warning in order to kick people out like there's like Mm -hmm. this abuse to officials rule in the usa hockey book and like every year like they become like less and less less lenient with warning it's just like you say one thing like you don't have to tell them anything you just kick them out like because it's true like even um on the i i like have some scheduler connections on the east coast like boston area and like they are at such a shortage like they're trying to like hire everyone anyone who would like be willing to ref because like especially people in like you know massachusetts new york new jersey like no offense but those people are kind of savage like when it comes to just like life in general so like if you mix you know savage with like you know like kids their kids in sports like it's just they're these little boys who try and come in like little girls who are like 12 you know 13 14 Mm -hmm. they're quitting after two weeks because they're like no like i'm not gonna put myself through this like yeah it's one thing to take time away from like your evening and like come out and like rough and try and like help out like, you know, the game and give back. But it's another thing to do that. And then like, also like hate your life the entire yeah. time. Like that's just like, not worth that. it. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. See, that's the thing too, right? Because 
you know, the parents got to understand a lot of these kids are like 15, 16 year old referees. Like yeah. most of the shit that you're saying to them, they've never even heard before. You know, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like it's, it's incredible. Like some of these like parents' maturities levels, I'm just like, is this real? Is this real right now? But I guess when you're like, I don't know, their kids, they just go like crazy over their kids. And I, I mean, I might be like that one day, like my dad was kind of like that about me a little bit sort of here and there, but I just, I don't know. I feel like it's, it's prevalent in youth hockey, but obviously the higher level you go, you know, the less you run into it. So like, for example, at like the OHL level, like there's not going to be, you know, parents screaming that their kid got a penalty and like yeah. they probably yeah. know it was deserved or you know, the coach will say something or, you know, it's not, it's not as well. I think in that size of arena, you, you're going to be really uh, hard to pick them out of the crowd. Well, imagine yeah. only tell mom getting mad that her son got a penalty. <laughs> like, Kids on the bench. Uh, like, Ma, where is she? Ma, yeah, sit I down. Ma, <laughs> like, fuck, Ma, <laughs> sit down. <laughs> Enjoy your popcorn. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, legit. Legit. <laughs> God damn. Oh, now, what's the uh, what's the worst thing that you've ever gotten called on the ice, like as a referee? <laughs> as a ref, um, there's this one instance where like this kid, I like I don't know I I like wasn't even that offended. I was just I kind of, kind of thought it was funny, but he was like basically implying that like I was. I was giving the other coach a BJ or something. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Come like, on. Are you serious? Like junior varsity. You like kicked him like out, right? Like, Please honestly, tell me you kicked him out. I don't know if I should be saying this because like you're supposed to like, it was probably should have been like a fucking like match penalty or whatever. Game misconduct at the, at the E, like. At the and least, And I just yeah. like gave him a two and a ten. I just gave him a two and a ten. And I was like, listen, kid, I could fucking ruin your life. You're lucky. Like, I'm lenient. But if you ran into another ref who's a female who didn't, who wasn't this lenient, your life would be fucked. So I'm just yeah. teaching you a lesson. Like, you, just, you could see it in his face. He was like, like, he saw a ghost. I was like, listen, because like, obviously, you know, you, you say that shit. And like, as of like, there's just so much, you know, like, amosity around that, like, type of sexual, like, comments and shit. So sure. I'm like, listen, I'm going to teach you this fucking right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's, it's funny. And like, I used to probably say it to like, you know, some other kids when I, like, I, I like played, but I just like, as a female in an authoritative position, you just got to like kind of stick up for yourself. Cause like, you just can't let that shit fly because yeah. of like, you know, futures to come. Right. Yeah, don't and, so, man, make sure you take that number down where we're at so that if she has to get rid of that, we can take that out of there. <laughs> Oh, I don't think it was anything. I don't think it was anything crazy. She just said what a kid said. Kid is being a fucking idiot. Is what he was. We didn't doing. drop no names. We didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're, you're right. Yeah. I'm just saying, I, just yeah. in case. So, you're is right there? Are you ever gonna like? Do you want to stay on the lines? You want to wear the orange one day? Like, what do you want to do? Like, where do you like? What's the uh, ultimate like goal here for you? Um. Yeah. I mean, like lines are really fun. Um. It's a lot of skating. Like. Like power. And like sprints, which like I like right now because like like event truthfully, truthfully, like what I envision is like staying on the lines for like a couple of years and like getting really like my my legs under me and like my rule knowledge like to par with like what the standards are everywhere. And then like, yeah, you know, maybe eventually like I think if I like would become I, I just would like to become a rep, I think at this, at least to try it because like they, they just kind of have like that floating and not, not like the floating mentality, but like they get to like see the whole life. And like, mm-hmm. it's just like being able to like, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like what my standard of a penalty is would be like, 
beneficial to the game just because like I don't know I've had that experience with boys hockey I've had that experience with, like high level hockey mm-hmm. that like don't call out cheap shit yeah yeah like I don't <laughs> calls, you know what I'm saying like I and like as a bigger kid like I know like I just I know the difference between like a hard play versus like a like a hit you know mm-hmm. in a sense especially with girls hockey I mean boys hockey is like a whole nother can of can of worms but even with boys like I like I wouldn't like I I I understand what like fighting is and like I understand how like hits are like that much harder and like it's just really different like it's it's funny I did do like a like I was saying before I did like a D1 girls game um at Penn State this past weekend and it, like my last game experience was like um I think it was like Traverse City this uh this camp where like it was like a bunch of like AHL dudes mm-hmm. and just like just comparing those two it's just like very very different games and like you have to have the ability to like change like your standard each league you go in or like each like you know like if somebody did um NCAA you know women's or even men's like that's very different than the AHL mm-hmm. you know because like there there's just not fighting like they're trying to make it like NCAA is trying to make it a lot safer so there's just like no fighting like you just really can't fight like it's just not that's not a thing in that league whereas like it's just like a little cleaner whereas like AHL there's just like there's still goons that like have their jobs you know yeah yeah so, yeah so so like wh- how do you handle scrubs like with with grown-ass men like, like you said yeah. the AHL or, or whatever oh, yeah. how, how does how does that go for you yeah fuck yeah it's amazing I, I actually like i eat that shit up all day like i i love it <laughs> I, um, you probably I hear honestly, some shit in those too eh oh yeah it's hilarious <laughs> like i don't know I, I just like it's cool to just be like not the person anyone's like pissed off with as a linesman that's the kind of, that's the thing like people can't get pissed at you for like you know like icings and offsides and shit but usually you're just trying to like build rapport with the players and like you know drop pucks and like just get them to stop fighting each other so it's like you're kind of everyone's like like you're just kind of like the like middle person everywhere like you just kind of gotta like be there just for presence but like you're not calling penalties so they can't really get pissed at you in that aspect so i don't know scrums though they're cool um <clears throat> Like I said, I just like there are obviously there's some like grown ass men who are like, you know, six, nine, like heavyweight dudes that go at it. And uh, when that happens, I mean, you just got to like let them fight it out. And like if there's an instance where you got to separate them, you just got to like grab their jerseys and just like push as hard as you can. Like um, you got to be strong. Like you can't like I still like got to work out on like a daily basis. And like, you know, I'd like to get my upper body a little stronger just, you know, because I mean, the thing is, though, like like AHL there are fights don't get me wrong and like ECHL are fights OHL there are some you know some fights but like NHL is just like I feel like the fighting consistency between now and 10 years ago is very different oh yeah um just you know in the fact that they're trying to get like obviously promote player safety and like less head contact and concussions and you know Mm -hmm. the stuff had to do with like CT so just based on those facts alone like it is I mean I just think it's slowing down a lot in NHL and which is why, you know, like this movement is possible, you know, like, I don't think without that spearheading this whole movement, then like, it'd be different. Like you definitely like 20 years ago, you would not be able to have a female there because like, it was insanity. Like it's every other shift, you know what I'm saying? Guys were scrapping and going at each other, but um, <clears throat> no, I mean, realistically, like, even if you watch the officials now, like, yeah, they're like, get in there. And like, all you really have to do is like, show your stripes, like, regardless of gender, like you should not be getting like hit or like even swung near people yeah. see stripes like you know what i'm saying like like uh 
it's definitely like there's obviously gonna be like comments around that like oh like how are how's a girl gonna stop you know two 220 pound men well again like you see them fight and when they fall that's when you that's when you go in there or like if they fight and they stop that's when you go in there you're not trying to like like you let them fight like that's pretty you know standards wear each other (laughs) yeah literally literally though like you just let them fight like okay you guys are doing this all right let's do it (laughs) i'd be more worried about the fucking line brawls like the five on fives that you know what i mean when they get crazy and then you're looking around one guy falls you got to go over there break that one up bring them to the box go back break up another one like (laughs) everything's like this back and forth the whole time that's where i would get like nervous like, big time concerned yeah i mean like i just fuck that <laughs> turn off the lights and skate to the ref room and fuck it up <laughs> i just like i don't know i just think that'd be like it's just if I, I my envision is just like i just wouldn't want like a player to get in like too much shit for like knocking a girl ref down you know what i'm saying like yeah. like in a fight you know like i just wouldn't like if you're ever that player like it's <laughs> just be like no bueno but again like we're putting ourselves in this position like that's something that has to be expected and like you have to be able to like hold yourself and like I think I have pretty like a solid base in the ice and like I know I can like you know hold my ground Mm -hmm. so and like I think you know that the AHL NHL like they see that and like that's why you know the women that are in the positions they're in is because like we're all we're all still like athletes you know we all try to be in like it's it's like a lifestyle like you like I said on like this uh, other thing I was just talking about but you just you can't like it's not anyone that they can do this job like you have to be like fit you have to really know how to skate fast and you got to be like a presence on the ice so Mm. you know no Um, oh sorry (laughs) you're okay Rob go ahead now do do you um did, have you ever had to talk to any of the other referees or linesmen and say in regards to like listen i understand i'm a girl but i don't need anybody backing me up i got this you know i don't need extra penalties thrown at somebody because they said this or that i'm taking this on myself you know like i just yeah. i'm just curious if you've had to have any conversations with anybody saying don't, Honestly, don't like, be any different than you would the linesman and other linesmen yeah um honestly no like I was uh no like I if anything like they bring it up to me like okay like this is my standard like if you get called like any of these things like I would like you know give them a penalty like as ref to linesman you know what I'm saying they're like oh like that's like we don't have like any sort of tolerance for that and like there's like a limit of like you know what I can take and like what I can't take like I'm not gonna sit here and like you know say if somebody calls me a bitch to my face that I'm going to be okay with that you know like it's just a respect level and like you know you can call somebody a meathead and like still you know it'll be okay but like once it just turns personal like I don't know it's just like you, you can tell like you can tell if it's like directed at you and like but like I, I mean I just would hope that like the players at this level would like respect that like obviously like kids kids I just haven't really like that only thing with like the guy the story I told you earlier was really the only problems I've had but in terms of like other referees like um I think they kind of get that as soon as like because I have like like I like to have like pregame like powwows and shit like get to know everyone like a little better and I think they can like tell that you know like I'm not I'm not soft like I won't you know 
like my standard of like what a penalty is is like not and I tell them that I'm just like I it takes a lot for me to like you know call a penalty I think that's like I, I just like it really has to be something that like changes the game or like is like a penalty in my standard and like that's pretty I've just been playing hockey for a long time I'm like so I don't know I just I haven't gotten anyone being like, oh, like, are you going to call a lot of penalties for your girl? Or like, oh, like, what if you called like this, that? Like, what are you going to do? Like, I honestly haven't really had that conversation with a lot of people. Um, but the, the ones who I have had it with, they're the ones to bring it up. So I'm like, cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Hey, you went to the All-Star game, didn't you? I did. So yeah. we actually have said several times on this show that that weekend was the women were the best part of that weekend. Like they were the most exciting. Yes. They were the most exciting. The game was fucking back and forth. It was what one, nothing game. I think what was how it ended back and forth. Fantastic. You had a front row seat. So can you kind of run us through how everything went there and like how you got like freaking chosen for it? Just everything. You're all. Yeah. 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 So, um, ah, what was it? So it was about, I think it was like January or something or early yeah it was something it was a couple months before it happened and um I got this email from the NHL that they wanted me to you know that I was like one of the people chosen to go ref this event and I was kind of I was kind of confused I was like wait a minute like all-star for women's like I thought it was like you know like a completely separate event than like the all-star NHL all-star event so I was like wait so it definitely um I had to like ask a couple people like what this was and like it was really sick just to um, be chosen for that and especially with the with the women I went with I mean they're all like seasoned vets so the fact that I got to go out there and like meet them and like kind of hear their stories and how they got here and like obviously it's very different from like you know how I got there but it's cool to like see them at the combine and then again you know at the all-star game um but holy shit yeah that was like an experience of a life of a lifetime um just being an employee of the NHL was super cool um we were treated you know just as well as just as well as all the players we were like had the access they did um and like the 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 women's team I mean they were like super competitive like the entire time like they didn't really like talk to each other like but like underneath like the back back end scenes of it like they had like practices and stuff and like could have like walked by each other but just like it was like game on for them. Like they took us super seriously and like, it was cool because like they had such an awesome opportunity, you know, first time event debut at the all-star game, like a women's three on three. Like this is, it was so oh, sick. It just it was awesome. Yeah. And like some of the girls are familiar. I was familiar with, with uh, a bunch of them from the team Canada. I used to, I tried out there a couple of times for like U18 and U22. So I was like, I, I saw them from camp and like said, Hey, and like, there's, I don't know, just a couple of girls that I knew from that. So it was cool to like, just be there, just be on like the other side. And uh, just like with that, like, like range of athletes that went, it was just really sick to be a part of it. Um, the game was fun. Yeah, it was super fast. I mean, the stage they had was unreal. And like, it was like the audience too. Like they gave it so much attention. Like, I don't know. It's like people were like coming in the arena to like see this event. It wasn't just like, you know, like some other like, you know like the shooting event or whatever yeah. it was like what felt like one of the main events and um I just think that alone is is amazing for women's hockey in general and just like having an old girls crew is really cool as well so I don't know it was, it was also awesome to meet like the other refs from like the NHL who came to do like the actual men's game as well um but yeah dude that was probably like 
my hands down like best hot like experience in terms of like roughing I think I've ever had. It was mm. so badass. Oh yeah. What well, what I enjoyed about it is like so you know it's almost like a day off for the NHL guys and you know they just kind of go through the motions and you know it's a little bit like pond hockey but not even as intense as pond hockey. Yeah. But then you yeah. look, like, like you said you look at the girls and they're not even fucking talking to each other. They're like yeah you know, fuck you like <laughs> Game let's on. go. Let's let's show these people how to play hockey. And exactly. That, that's what I loved about it. I, I just thought it was an incredible experience for the girls to be on that stage and to be recognized, you know, in right. that way. It was awesome. It was just and, awesome. And that's the whole, and I think that was the whole thing too, with like um just like kind of getting getting it out there that like women are entertaining to watch. Like they're like it's it's a different game, but it's like they're fast, like they move the puck really well, like they have snipers, like it's good hockey. So I'm just like, it's really exciting just to be a part of that whole movement. You know, like I'm just, I'm just a small like blip on the, on the map there, but um, just to kind of see how much the NHL supported that and uh, you know, got like four female refs in there and it was just a all around like incredible thing to be a part of. So mm-hmm. I'm really hoping they just do it, have it a part of the, the all-star event, you know, mm-hmm. moving forward. Well, w- women's hockey was taking a huge hit lately you know like we're not getting any support from any and it makes no sense why the nhl wouldn't support that part of uh you know what i mean it's not their game but it, it still is part of the game right you know? and and you know what people say that about the nba too um they're like why don't they just why doesn't the nba just create a separate you know category of like women's basketball like why don't they fund them and honestly i don't know enough to speak on that topic um for either parties for like the because like I know there's the 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 premier hockey federation which is the NWHL essentially they changed their name Mm -hmm. and then there's the PHAWPA which is like the players association which is essentially like all like the national girls and like some other girls who like made a made a league essentially to try and like get build money they're essentially what they're trying to do is create a players association just like the NHL has it yeah right and like I think the big reason why they couldn't come to terms with the NHL is just because like their business model, they couldn't agree on. I don't know if it was, I have no idea. I honestly have no idea. So I don't want to like sit, sit here telling you guys. <laughs> false. Um, I don't know what went on behind the scenes. I just, you know, know they were considering it like merging and then like, there's something about the business model that they just couldn't come to terms with. So I think the girls are just, you know, trying like trusting the, like the support that they have within the like federation that they've like created themselves and, Hopefully, hopefully, I mean, they can get enough like donors and sponsors to like be able to create a league. But I, I mean, I agree. It would be really great if the NHL like, you know, could fund that one day, you know, if they could come to terms and, you know, have some sort of deal. But again, I mean, <clears throat> I just, I, I'm like all for women's hockey and I'm, I'm so supportive of it at every level. So, I mean, like, I, I'm like also trying to support women in hockey and like doing the same thing, like going, you know, play your heart out, play in the best leagues you possibly can. And then, you know, when you're ready to maybe make that switch one day, like come join the dark side and see what's up on this light. Cause like, yeah. again, like <laughs> women's, I mean, women's sports in general, like it's hard for women to like in hockey, like to like have a life, you know, based on just hockey. Mm-hmm. and like just because the pay I mean it's not there like all these girls have to have like full-time jobs and then also like go to practices all these nights a week and take care of their babies and 
you know, like not be there for their kids when they're growing up. Like it's, I mean, not, not that men don't, but it's, I just think like when having to like have a child and then like, you know, get your body back on track to like, like financially produce, you know, it's just different. And I wish there was like an alternative (laughs) for that. And I think that's what they're, they're working towards, but um yeah i mean i just i just hope it's there like soon and i think that it will be based on like the progress we're seeing there so see what i think that the nhl needs to do is jump on board with like with like ladies hockey start a like a like original six like deal like start start it nice and small but have them play before the men do yeah and your seat includes the the seat for the ladies game too So essentially you would get both games. That's how you do it. Right. And then you can bring your, your like little ones out and they can watch the like ladies game. And then they watch the NHL guys after, I think that would be a good idea. You would save costs on like freaking arenas and shit like that. Like they would probably save a bunch as well as make some too, but that could be a way I think that could, one of the ways that they could maybe fire it up. Yeah. Yeah. I just like, um, it's just hard to get, I don't know. The only thing would be like hard to get people out for like what, six hours. True. You could maybe even swap the ticket out. So like mom and the kids go, you know, or, or mom and the one kid goes and then the dad and the other kid goes and you swap the tickets out and you, right. you know what I mean? Some you know, sort of deal. Like I, I agree. It's just the, the amount of like marketing they have, like the NHL in general is just like crazy. Um, like they, I mean, it's just, it's just like I said, it's like how many people they can like touch with like their, you know, accounts and network. And if you just had like a woman, even like an NHL women's network, like on like a streaming device, like mm-hmm. just like an option. And I know like ESPN too has it sometimes and like some other leagues, but no, I just, I just think it's like a market that's like still developing. And I think we're really, really close, you know, to like getting there. It's just mm-hmm. going to take like maybe a couple more years of this like players union to like develop and hopefully you know get enough money to do what they want to do so well sorry go ahead no no you're good go ahead so i was just like kind of going off of what ant said and maybe that that ticket stub you know how you used to get freaking you could get a big mac combo or whatever with it or what about if you get like you know ten dollars taken off of the ticket for for a women's game and and you you pay that stub and you get you know what I mean? Your, your, your game right. is like five bucks, whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. No, that would be, yeah, so. that'd be, that'd be smart. That'd be cool. They need to yeah, figure I something mean, out. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully. I hope they do. I'd like it. to see it. I, Me if too. there was a professional women's team here, I'd go, I'd go see it. I, okay. I have no problem with it. Right. Know? I know. Yeah. Like even, and like, that was kind of my thing. Like I was trying to play in like the NWHL, the Pitts premier hockey federation now that's called, but like I, I would have, but like the closest one is like Buffalo. And like, I don't, want to live in buffalo like straight up like when my life's here like Fuck, who does in pittsburgh <laughs> <laughs> even got any all dressed chips. Fucking buffalo. <laughs> Fuck. okay that's the one thing buffalo has good Fucking bills. <laughs> drinking beers god damn yeah no it's uh i don't know i just like i just didn't want to like drive like two and a half hours you know every weekend for a game and like it's just it, like i said it's like the commitment level isn't there because like a the money you know, it's just not enough for to get somebody to, like move there and like just like f- create your life and find a job. Also, on top of this hockey, like I don't know. I just rather work a full time job in Pittsburgh with my husband. And 
you know, shit worked out because now I can ref. And that's the thing with refing too. It's like, you can kind of like create your own schedule. Well, not create your own schedule, but like, you know, you're traveling all the time anyways. So it doesn't really matter where your home base is. You know, mm-hmm. you're going to get like a couple days off a week or a couple days on, you know, you, and it's like, you're going back to the same place. So I don't know. It's just, it's different, but I love it. I'm so glad I went to that combine. It's like the, it's just like the coolest thing. Like, like I took a risk with it and like, it honestly turned out so sick. Like I just, mm-hmm. that's what I'm trying to get out with the message. It's like, if little girls, you know, play, like I said, like playing D1 who like want to hang up the skates, like just please try this first. Like you, what do you have to lose? You know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Kirsten, do you have any uh, plans on like going to do like the Olympics or anything like that? Is there any of that um, in the foreseeable future? Yeah, no, I mean, um, there's, yeah, that's, that's obviously like, I think doing the Olympics would be like, that's, that's like a really huge honor. Um, you know, IHF is like very prestige and like they, they have their own group of girls there that they're like training and to do that. And I haven't really tapped into that side of, of uh refing yet but i i'm actually going to uh i'm going out to skate for that that's main scheduler who kind of like develops girls like from so like <clears throat> that side that side of refing from my understanding is like usa hockey so there's like there's like basically my understanding is there's two paths pretty much to refing and it's like um this usa hockey side where you start you know from like whatever age 10 12 and then you work your ways up the ranks, even like 14, 15, whatever. But you, if you're like a good skater, like even like an ex-hockey player, you know, you quit at high school and start refing, whatever the case may be. But that's more of like a developmental program. And like they take the, their step-by-steps and like they they just basically mold refs into like what it would be to be a, like eligible to be an Olympic ref. Mm-hmm. And there's another side where it's like hot, like college, college, like NCAA, like D3, D1, you know, that side of things where there's like a lot of hockey that's like <clears throat> you kind of get to start higher in a sense not start higher but if you do like it's just it's just older people in general right yeah. so i think like originally players who switched to being referees would go to college hockey and the referees for the ihf you know start from one start from bottom and like work their way up mm-hmm. but now there's a different avenue right this avenue of uh professional men's hockey where it's like <clears throat> players such as myself can go to this combine and if they you know have the ability and if the scouts like see potential in them then they have you know <clears throat> a chance to work like ohl you know echl yeah. ahl if you know that's like if they're you know chosen to do that so now there's like three different routes and like like i said before um working the olympics would be i mean that's like that would be the old that's like very very um impressive like peep there's some guys in the nhl who haven't even worked the olympics you know what i'm saying so as a female though there's a lot of girls over there that are like that are that like a large pool of girls that um you know are trying to do that so i i'm i'm gonna try it and see you know see where everything takes me i don't really have any sort of um expectations it would be an absolute honor but um I, I haven't like I, I I haven't really tried that side yet, and I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to like integrate in there to see if right. that's a possibility. And you know, like I said, there's a lot of girls trying to do that right now, and a lot of girls who even ref me when I was in college, like they were kind of like they've done the Olympics, and like so there's a lot of good candidates on that side. That I um I mean, hopefully one day that that could be a possibility, but I'm uh, just taking it day by day, so mm-hmm. we'll see. So when you ref in the like 
OHL, do you stick to one area near you or do you kind of go league wide? Um, <clears throat> yeah, so that's a little different. I'm kind of a unique case because I live in Pittsburgh and I also am from Ontario. So like I'm, I'm from like an hour east, like Port Perry. I don't know if you, I think we talked about this. It's yeah. like a little town, like germ region. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, obviously like I go home, like I visit home. So um, this, in this case where I was like, did the games, you know, two weeks ago or whatever, um, I was visiting home and I was like, Hey, like, you know, they actually approached me at the combine and um, wanted to talk with me about like some dates that we could work out. And then, you know, I was all like, I was, I told them these dates that like, I was going to be home and they're like, okay, great. Like, let's put you in some games while you're home. And then I think originally they wanted me to work Erie, which is only like an hour, you know, 25 from where I live, mm -hmm. which could be, you know, totally doable. And then also Saginaw and Flint. Um, they're obviously a little farther in Michigan, but again, like those are the teams south of the border that, and like the OHL again, in general, like they wanted to use more USA officials this year. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but there's like a lot of officials on the roster this year that are um, considered like team 21. Mm -hmm. um due to the fact that they didn't want to have to tra like travel canadian officials down across the border because it's just like been really tough mm -hmm. in general just like with covid and everything so there's like a team down here and a team up there but for my case i can like i'm going home at christmas for example and uh like i'm i'm like gonna go you know skate some games around christmas time in a tournament so awesome. yeah yeah love it Okay, so uh, I, I ask all hockey players and uh, referees because 90% of them always have played the hockey game too. So if you were to take out the, the horn for uh, when you scored a goal and they got to play your song, what would your song have been? <laughs> oh, damn. That's a hard question. <laughs> Shoot. I mean, well, are we talking like college days? Just whatever you whatever. want. Whatever. What's your song? What would your song have been? Damn. <laughs> Stumped her. Um, honestly, Bring Them Out by TI. Yeah, that, that is a good one. Um, <laughs> I love it. Awesome. I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm like into like the kind of older like stuff. There's, I, I, there's another one. Um, it's like a Calabria remix or whatever um, by Eater. I don't know if you guys remember that song. Mm -hmm. I think I might have but, heard that one. Yeah, it's like back in the day. Those are my jams. <laughs> I also, I was just like into like rap and like, I don't know, just like some pumping up music for the most part. But yeah, I don't know. T.I. was pretty classic. Mm -hmm. It's a cool one. <laughs> Rob, do you have anything else for her? I got one more. Did, did you get to do the uh, skate by yourself when you did your first uh, OHL game? <laughs> like, did they send you out as the Honestly, rookie? And you got... Yeah. Like, not a full <laughs> lap, but they let me go pretty fucking long before they came out on the ice. And I look at it, I kept looking back, I'm like, these fucking guys. <laughs> it just, I saw it. You know, I saw it in, a, like... in a, one of your interviews where you, you took off out on the ice and you were looking behind, you're like, yeah, they? yeah. <laughs> I was funny. like, I was like, you guys go first. They're like, no, 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 you go first. I'm like, you. Guys. <laughs> Even the refs are fucking doing it. Eh? It's fucking. Yeah. Hilarious. That's awesome. That's, That's awesome. hilarious. Honestly, this has been uh, this has been fantastic. Uh, yeah. If you're ever down in in like Windsor, refing a game down here in Windsor, let us know. 
because that's where we're at. So let us know and we'll meet and have a beer. That'd be super cool, actually. If I ever get like a Windsor game or something, that'd be super, super cool. Let us know I, if you do, though. Yeah, we will for sure. I will. I will. We'll no, like shoot out, watch the game, and then we'll go have a beer. I would love that, dude. I mean, that's like my like, I don't know. I just, there's nothing better than a cold beer after a hard game. Damn straight. Sure. It'll be on us, too. We'll yep. buy. <laughs> we'll buy, too. On us. All right. I'm in. You sold so, me. yeah. So, honestly, thank you uh wish you all the best good luck um yeah, you're gonna do great don't worry thank about you. it just do your thing and i'm sure you'll be fine <laughs> yeah seriously guys thanks for having me it's a it's an absolute pleasure to be on the show with you guys and uh yeah i hope to you know keep in contact over these next, next couple of years here love to you know sure. just see how you guys are doing and yeah but um hey have happy thanksgiving i know it's uh in canada mm-hmm. i'm uh yeah. <laughs> Not really used to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I get two. It's kind of sick. But um, but yeah, have a hope you have a great, you know, holiday and uh and yeah, well, I guess we'll keep in touch. For sure. Thank you. Good shit. And there she was, folks. Kirsten Welsh, absolute beauty. Man, she, like her story too, like the stuff that she's done, like the all-star story was awesome. Uh, She's, I'm telling you, man, she's going, she's going to be, she's going to do some shit. Definitely. Like she's, she is like the trail that she's fucking just blazing right now for women when it comes to refs and stuff like that is fucking awesome to see. I love it. So we wish her the absolute best. For sure. So, Rob, I thought maybe uh, on on the back half of the show here, I thought maybe we could just kind of pick four teams from each thing here, and we'll see what teams that we think will make the playoffs. You don't really have to go in the huge why you think why, just teams that you think will be in. Okay. So we'll start in the Atlantic. So if you if you had to pick four teams out of that to make the playoffs who are you taking well i'm gonna try and take them in order too okay tampa bay boston florida and toronto that's pretty good i'm gonna i'm gonna say leafs for sure lightning for sure florida yeah yeah, that's kind of like, yeah, Boston probably. I don't know though, but I don't like. Obviously, the Wings aren't getting that's this. That's the thing. This thing. There's four teams that are really good, right? And then there's like Wings, Sens, Habs, and fucking Buffalo, right? So that's kind of pretty well self-explanatory for that division. So let me ask you this, Ant. What? Uh, who would be your dark horse in there? Like, I if I had to pick one team you- that that didn't you didn't pick who would be your dark horse to make the playoffs probably i'd i'd say it's between montreal and ottawa well you get one i know but it's so fucking hard you know what i'm gonna say because the habs don't have a goalie right now well they don't have a starting goalie so i'm going ottawa i i do the same yeah what uh, how long did you say carrie price was supposed to be out for They, they don't know Oh, it's just indisposed. Oh, indefinitely, it says. Okay. 
So it's probably going to be a, be a little bit. So let's stroll over to the Metropolitan Division. So if you had to take for actually here, I'll go first on, on this one, Rob. I'm seeing, I'm seeing Islanders for sure. I think the Caps get in Carolina and Philly. I don't think Pittsburgh gets in this year, not starting the year without, without fucking uh, Gino and, and Sid. I just, I don't, I don't see it happening. So those are, those are my four right there. Okay. Can you say that again? Carolina who? I said Carolina Islanders, Philly. And the caps. I said caps, right? No. Washington. So it's going to be Washington, Philly, Carolina, and the Islanders are, are, are my four. You? Okay. You're writing these down, aren't you? I am. I love I mean, it. I keep trying to fucking remember who we picked, and I, I never <laughs> do. And Drew, he never does his job. So, <laughs> so who do you got out, out, like, out of Just there? Kidding, Drew, I love you, bud. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take Carolina as well. I'm going to also take the Islanders. I am going to take Philly. And I am going to take Pittsburgh. You are going to take Pittsburgh? If you had yep. to choose one that, that would slide in out of the teams that you didn't pick, who would it be? Washington. I'm saying New New Jersey. Could be the dark horse there. They went four they're four and one so far in the thing just because man they got dougie fucking hamilton and shit now they got fucking suban yeah. you know what i mean so they wouldn't be a bad pick next we'll slide over to the central division this one's kind of tough if you ask me there's a lot of teams in there that i could see making the playoffs what do you think rob me me or you go first on this one you take this one Okay, I'll go first on this one. I'm going to say, uh, obviously, Colorado for sure. So, Colorado for sure. I'm going to go Colorado, Minnesota is going to be another one I think will be in. Um, I think St. Louis is going to get in. And uh, the other one I'm going to say is going to be Chicago. Because just because... Captain Sirius is back. They got Flurry and Net now and stuff, so they're kind of running full steam. So I, I would definitely pick them to make the playoffs. Who is your dark horse? My dark horse would did I say Dallas as a team or no? No, they would be my dark horse. You? I will take Colorado. I will take Dallas. I will take St. Louis. And I will take Nashville. Ooh, yeah, that's that's what I mean. There's so many fucking teams in there yeah. that could make the playoffs. Yeah. That... And um, my dark horse will be Minnesota. Mm -hmm. See, now we're starting to differ on some picks here. Yeah. The the whole other one we had we got we had both the same. So where's the where's the last one? Where do we got to go? Um, Pacific, we have right? To go to the Pacific. Yep. Okay, this one 
two is actually kind of tough. I'll take this one. Go ahead. I'm going to, this is a shit division. I'm going to take Vegas. Yeah. I'm going to take Edmonton. <laughs> this is fucking hard, man. This is hard. Yeah, this is hard. Um, Calgary. Mm-hmm. And do I fucking do it? Take Seattle. <laughs> I'm gonna take the Kraken. Release the Kraken. <laughs> That's I was fucking. Don't sleep on them, man. Like nobody. Don't sleep on the Kraken. By the way, speaking of the Kraken, they just named uh, Captain Geo. There is gonna be. He's he's gonna wear the C there. Too. They just yeah. announced it today. My dark horse is going to be Vancouver. Ooh, yeah. So I'm going to go Las Vegas. I'm going to go Edmonton as well. I think uh, Vancouver gets in. So I think they're going to be in. And uh, my last one's going to, it's going to be the Kraken. <laughs> like, I just, I think they're going to get in. They might not necessarily make a big splash or go on a fucking absolute run, but I think they're in, I think they're going to play decent in their first year. I think they're going to give the fans there something to cheer about. And they got a brand, obviously brand new arena, brand, everything's brand new. Right. So I don't yeah. think they're going to be who's like, your, uh, I guess, but who's your dark horse. My dark horse in there is going to be Los Angeles. Don't ask me why I'm picking out of my ass when it comes to that one. I don't really know a lot of the teams in in like in that division. You know what I mean? I don't I don't really watch them. Like I see like the Oilers and Flames all the time, Hockey Night in Canada, like Canucks too. So I can kind of speak on those. But as as for the other teams, I don't really see them that much. Yeah, which is I don't know, but yeah. So there's so Kraken name named a captain. So there's. Rob and I's picks too, by the way. So if you guys ever want to uh, play along here with us, let us know. Message us your picks. Maybe maybe we could start a little pool thing going on, maybe for the playoffs or something. We could figure something out. Also, too, for all of our listeners, all 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 of you gamers, all you fucking beauties out there that play NHL. So I actually figured out how to. Uh, get it to where we can play club versus club. So NHL has this thing, it's called club. So essentially we're going to, we can play against our friends that like make up teams and stuff, but you play as like your own guy. So I would play as Ant, right? If you played, you'd be Rob. So we would play. So I'm telling you now that we are going to make a hat trick hockey. The new game's coming out in like less than a week. So we're going to get it, but we're going to, we're going to start playing some online stuff against fans, Rob. So everybody look for that. And we're being fucking serious. Like we're doing it. So we're making a, our squads going in there. We're going to make a squad and we're going to fucking do it up. I got a couple buddies that are going to play too. And whenever, if, well, whenever, or if Rob doesn't want to, I got a couple buddies that are going to play too. So if you guys are looking for an ass whooping, when you play NHL 22, fucking bring it on. Boys will be ready for it. I'll tell you that. Maybe we'll do a little tournament style thing and we'll put some merch and a couple GLs in for the winners. 
Well, I'll be a healthy, healthy scratch again in that game too. <laughs> Rob's going to be sitting next to me, crushing the like freaking locales, watching us whoop ass. Toe dragging <laughs> fucking everybody. But yeah, so look for that. So we're definitely going to do something like that too. So keep that up. Rob, do you have anything else? Anything else you want to talk about? Or are you tapped out? What an epi though. No, I'm good, bro. Fucking great episode. I hope everybody enjoyed the episode. We'll see you guys next week. And Rob, signing off. We're out of here. See ya. Peace. Yeah, I can get behind it.